It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Once more, Rashid's hammered this high up into the air. Seifert's calling for it and takes it. New Zealand win the match by 74 runs. Saudi with the final wicket. And England all out for 128. The three-point shot for Bridges from the corner is no good. And now Dempster has it. The wide open floor. He's going to go in for the dunk. And Lithuania has dodged the bullet. They have done it. They have beaten the USA to clinch first place in Group G. Group J. 110 to Insult to injury for the Warriors and a little bit of icing to the cake for the Dolphins in 2023. 32 points to 10, a kick to come will make it 34. And the Dolphins will win their 2023 season on a high with a win at Suncorp. Oh, an absolute dead set classic to open the show. Aerosmith and Run DMC. Walk yeah. this way, loving that. Kia ora, good morning, and uh, welcome into SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, five past six, and our uh, full house this morning. Morning, boys. Izzy, how was your weekend in Tamaki Makoto? <laughs> good to be in here. It's just, oh, it's been a while since we have a full house in, in the studio. It's great to be up in Auckland, Tamaki Makoto. This is my home for the next couple of weeks I uh, had, a, had a good weekend a very very eventful weekend I've been waiting since <laughs> Saturday to come on here and talk to you about uh, my fishing extravaganza oh, with yeah. the one and only whitebait king now snapper king <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Donald right okay <laughs> Stephen Old McDonald <laughs> Old McDonald's owns a boat now started with <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a day. I Ubered out to Wauku. What an adventure that was. Yeah. To say it's, that's a hell of a conversation. That's a hell of a long <laughs> conversation with the Uber driver. And you only got two questions. How you doing, mate? How's your day been? You been busy? And then it was kind of <laughs> quiet after that. Um, what's it like driving for Uber? Um, but got out there, we loaded up the boat, and we're just driving out down the driveway. And then it just all of a sudden, the yanks go, the boat. And I'm like, oh, what's that be? Because, oh, the bloody, uh, the brakes on the boat, they just come on and off randomly. My mate did the job. So, yeah, I haven't really told him yet, but I think he done it wrong. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we, we know it go again. And, and and stopped again. I said, oh, mate, you're going to have to take the nose. like, yeah, we're only going up the road, Dagger. We'll have no lights. All good. No worries about that. <laughs> Unhook it. So we got a big three-and-a-half-ton boat on a little Colorado, and we're tying it down the road, and we get there. 
and then we'd put the boat in the water. And I'm like, you got the bungin' beef? He's like, yeah, I hope so. And <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and we put the, put the boat in the water, and then we sit there, and we pull it around, and then he starts it up, and then, we, you know, you got to put the boat motor down? Mm-hmm. Motor doesn't go down. And I'm like, Phew. he's like, oh, him, him taking this out for seven months, dagger. And I'm sorry. And, I was, and it wasn't going down. If you don't have the boat, motor going down, you can't trim. Yep. And then we're okay. So one of the old guy comes over and he goes, have you, ever th- have you thought about just standing on it just to get it moving? And he goes, oh, no. Nah. So he stands on it and then just slowly goes, mm, goes down. Okay, sweet as. So we got the boat and we start to heading off. And, and first turn, we're like pretty much going into these bushes. I'm like, baby, you going to turn here? Anyway, he just turns and we get going. And then we're just humming <laughs> along and we start waving to these white baiters and then boff! <laughs> and there was a tree under the water. Oh. <laughs> so we hit this tree. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, and he's like, oh, didn't see that one, Dagger. I said, nah, nah, he didn't be one and said two. And we're, we're boating out, and he said, oh, this could get a bit hairy here because the boys in the Waikato River have moved. So just hold on real tight because we could just be humming along and just stop all of a sudden. I was like, oh, what's <laughs> my heart's racing this whole time. And we get out past the, the bar, we make it, and then we stop. And then he goes to go again, the motor goes, sucking sand in it. It just stops like going like nicely. And I was like, oh, wow, babe. And he's like, no, 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 we'll just ram it out. And he starts full boring it. And, yeah. and then we get out to 60 metres. And on the way, the guy told us, go 60 metres, mate. That's where all the snapper is. Well, Beaver gets excited by a bit of seaweed on the ground. <laughs> and so he stops at 35, nothing. Stops at 45, nothing. Can't be. Let's just go to 60 metres. We get out to 60 metres. We fill up our bin in about 20 metres, 20 minutes. <laughs> it was all ex- happy as. Anyway, we go to go. Mm. And we're going, yeah, on the anchor. <laughs> 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 the anchor stops. And it's like, dagger, dagger. Go up and down, go up and down. The circuit breaks. You know, the anchor's 60 metres down. And uh, we can't get it up. So he goes, give me the knife. <laughs> <laughs> he just got rid of it. And he just slops his anchor off. <laughs> so we got no anchor. And we're going in. And we just get through the bar. And the boat starts parting out again. I'm like, man, this is, I'm thank goodness we're through the bar. Yeah. And we get back to the boat ramp. And then it just cuts out. And I'm like, mate, got any paddles? And he's like, no, 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 we've got no paddle. We'll be right, Dagger. We'll be right. He starts having, he's like, yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> and we get it back to the ramp. <laughs> and we put it on the truck and we go home. And I'm like, skip. That is the biggest and most scariest adventure I've ever been on. <laughs> he's like, yeah, Dagger. Anyway, we got a full bucket of fish. We got a full bucket. We had to work for it. And I rang him up yesterday. I said, What'd you do for Father's Day? Mate, we had to take the kids out and go mulleting and white baiting on the dinghy. I was like, Oh, yeah, packed the lunch. Every day, kids are in their life jackets. Get down there, go to put in the water, go to start up, flat battery. <laughs> <laughs> so, Beaver, to ask you to go for a fishing trip, do not go, please. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if we, if we need somebody to front our water safety for the coming summer, I know who we've got. It's got to be beef. It's got to be beef. Footballers and boats just don't go together, so, mate. That was my trip. That, that was, was my awesome. Is he a beaver? No idea out on the water. Oh, mate, if only there was a, a camera crew with you on that. Yeah, I know. That'd, that'd, be, great, that'd be great viewing. Um, oh. At least you've got plenty of fish, mate. That's the main thing. You well, want to go out for a fish. and I caught my biggest snapper. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was about six pounds. But... 
Man, was awesome. As soon as we hit 60 metres, you drop it down, you, you know, got three hooks, three snapper come up. Wow, just bang, bang, bang. So fresh snapper for the last couple of nights, and uh, that was a successful trip, but yeah, that was my Saturday. In, in yeah. Have you been staying out at Casa de Donald? No, I went out for the day. Hell of a setup out there, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a big arena. Doesn't know what he's doing out here, but <laughs> the funniest thing is his wife was on the tractor, you know, doing all the farm work. I said, yeah. babe. She's pretty handy. What do you do? <laughs> She's out there doing everything. <laughs> Look after the kids, mate. Look yeah. after the kids. Yeah, yeah, quality. Oh, God. Well, you know, maybe you should stick to you should stick to land. Maybe that's why he's the white bait king. Eh? Oh. Yeah, mate. It was good. It was good, but there was plenty of sport on. There was plenty going on, Kempi, and uh, plenty of racing as well. And OJ, OJ, OJ come through with our Kempi's kicker last week, and he had Sigaflick in top three, Montefilia top three, Solcom top three, Princess Grace top three well the last two were probably the roughies mm. out of those that four leg multi and they actually come in Sulkin won and paid 30 bucks $4.50 for a place Princess Grace in the big run right behind Mr Brightside came second but the other two let us down so OJ sorry about that but there's plenty of that was a really good multi too like man they would have paid plenty if that that had come in but like you said a big weekend of sport big weekend of racing the group one season's kicked off mate Mm. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that love racing but it it is probably the biggest week in New Zealand sport this year with the All Blacks kicking off this weekend and of Mm. course the Warriors uh, after the weekend the final round of footy just right down to the wire um until we found out who we playing, and we, of course we head to Penrith, mm. um, the bottom of the Blue Mountains there to to, to try and knock them off uh, in a in a game that you know has been set up to try and win and have that week off. So it, it, it's really funny, you know, Penrith take the well, we're going to pick our best team and go out and and get rid of the Cowboys because we don't want them in the eight because Cowboys win, they're in the eight. Mm. And then you got Brisbane going. Well, we don't care about the premiership. We'll just put our team out. They should have won that game. They lose to Melbourne. There's an intercept in there that turned it. I was going to ask you about that because if you looked at the team lists, I think Brisbane rested eight players. Mm. Melbourne rested thirteen. Yeah. So I mean, I, I thought that was Broncos all day, especially in Brisbane. And and it was all but a couple of you know um, offensive lapses, I, I guess, from the Broncos. I thought I thought they they'd still win that game, but. Um, you know, and then you got to think about does Melbourne get a little bit of um, momentum out of that? I, I, I don't know. Look, you're looking at the coaches this weekend and going, like, who's got it right? Because the Warriors and the Brisbane Broncos and Melbourne to talk, you know, rested all those players, and Penrith have just come in and gone whack. Mm. And like, if you watch the weekend games, that Penrith game, you're going, well, oh, mate, they're definitely the team to beat. You know the way that they, the way that they played against the Cowboys and momentum's important as well. You look at the Knights. Remember, Sione said that. Yeah. Look at the Knights, nine in a row. Yep. You know, I, I, I'm there, Smoky. I was talking to you off air, Kempi, about the Knights. They are a Smoky indeed. The team that was struggling midway through the season, they found some form. Well, the, it's about when you rest, right? Because yeah. Panthers rested the week before, mm. didn't they? They rested about half a dozen a week before. Well, they've been they've been slowly putting you know players in in recycle. You know, the, um, Brian Toto had a week off, Dylan Edwards had a week off, and and then all of a sudden they got that that loss against Parramatta, um, and then this week they get back all their team back, and Cogger comes in and everyone says can Cogger do the job for Luai? Mate, of course he can. Did you see him play? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't miss a beat. So um, oh, it's a big week. It is a big week for league. It's a big week for rugby union. France, all the all the socials about the the World Cup teams and how they play, uh, how they. We're accepted up there, listening to the Fiji mm. and seeing, look at the, the All Blacks doing the haka. 
um, the Australians, the way that Eddie Jones is talking them up still. Mate, it's just... Wherever we turn it, I think this week it's going to be really interesting. Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, I think everybody's looking forward to the World Cup except the Palms. And um, <laughs> our, our first guest this morning at 7 o'clock is Will Carling, the former England captain. It's going to be interesting to see what he thinks about Steve Borthwick's team. Uh, well, I was reading Borthwick unsackable. Yeah. And they're in uh, financial turmoil at the moment with England. They just cannot afford it with what they had to pay out Eddie, what they had to pay Leicester Tigers to get Steve Borthwick uh, to, to coach in England. And now... With the results that have gone on in the past, they just can't get can't get rid of him. And Will Carling will be all over this. Courtney Laws is in doubt for their first mm. match against Argentina. Hell of a tough start to start their campaign and try and find any sort of confidence. Uh, but may might be part of the plan. Might be part of England's plan. And I was reading some uh, comments that Eddie Jones spoke about England and talking about his. They were actually nice comments. What he's talking, pretty much talking about the players at their disposal, and he's he's worried about them oh, because he's talking them up. So yeah, that's Eddie. That's an Eddie. Is, okay, am I just, shade. Did yeah. I get sucked in here? Is he just trying to <laughs> yeah. just get them? Yeah, yeah. I should have known. That's manipulation from Eddie. Yeah, one and very, only. Very, very much so. But I mean, yeah. So they miss Courtney Laws for Argentina, but they're already missing Owen Farrell and mm. um, Billy Vonapula. So it's going to be a tough start. Oh, it's a Hell real tough, tough start. start. And Will Carling will be all over this. It's hard to think one of the most uh, richest franchise or unions in the world are, are struggling. They've had to take out two loans of forty million and ten million. And how many? How many of their clubs in their in their top uh, division have fallen over this year? Uh, three. Three. Is it? Yeah, yeah, about three. So. Yeah, it's plenty to play for. Our very own the All Blacks taking on France. Who France? They've got a ton of injuries too. They lost their, their second five, Jonathan Dante, yep. and he is class. I think they lost their big lock and as well. And they've lost into Mac into in the Mac. tournament. So they're gettable. They yeah. are beatable Keep this losing them. Yeah. Keep losing them. <laughs> Keep losing them. That's what we want to hear. So we've got uh, you Will Carlin coming on at seven. Um, we also have uh, Paul Fatuera coming on. Uh, um, it'll be probably around 20 past eight because he's on a play and he lands in Wellington about eight. Uh, ten past eight. Be interesting to get his thoughts, Kempi, on how the Panthers are tracking. Yeah, well, he's won a he's won a premiership with Pen, um, Penrith in, in two thousand and three. They knocked us out of the the major semis and went on the following week and won the won the grand final. So uh, he knows all about the boys down the Blue Mountains and and what they've done. But also from a Kiwi's perspective too, you know, it'd be good to see now that he's living in New Zealand the uh, the Warriors ride and what he thinks of it from from that perspective. Um, but yeah, that. That's the talk of the town this week. I know. I know we're playing France and and the All Blacks, but there'll be so much about this game on the weekend. Uh, it's been moved. I don't know if you guys picked that up yep. last night, but it was meant to be on Friday night, and uh, I'd organised something to do on Saturday, and I pick up my phone last night and read the the NRL's changed it, which doesn't surprise me. You know, Brisbane's crowds on a Friday are totally different to a Saturday, um, so they've moved those two games around. So Brisbane are opening up the the weekend. Normally, it's First opens up, which is Penrith, and then said the afternoon, the first game, Penrith and the Warriors are kicking off. So, um, mate, that 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 going into the the All Blacks, big 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 watch, mate, on the you, weekend. You spoke about the Panthers earlier on, saying this is the team you'd love to face. Are yeah, you still in the same. Yeah, I am. I am. I think they. I think you know if you get this, well, because it's the side of the draw too. If you can get this one. Um, and get the week off, mm. I think, man, that's probably the best thing for the Warriors going into that big game to win to get in the grand final. That, it's the it's the third week 
which is the week that everyone wants. So we've got, uh, got all that coming up, plus uh, Kyle Jamison as well out of the Black Caps. They managed to get a win, so they've, uh, they've, they've pulled one back against the Poms. They absolutely smashed the Poms uh, overnight. Mm. All of that coming up on the show. A few texts coming through. How's this? Uh, Storm owned the Broncos, 14 years of domination. This is from James. I've got $1,500 on the Warriors to go out in straight sets at $2.88. Oh, James, look. James, James, uh, look, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. I hope you've got plenty. Do you know what? Pays $4,300. Us? I was thinking about it. Like, if we lose us, we take on the Knights. Yeah. And the Knights are nine straight. Well, they're close to a loss. And the the other part about that, too, Caelan Pong has been arguably as good as Reese Walsh through mm-hmm. these this last month. Like, how is he going to bounce back from the shoulder? That tackle uh, from Jesse Ramian in that Cronulla game, that, you know, you know what it's like when you get a crush tackle on that that real point of your mm-hmm. shoulder, mm-hmm. goes in and it, and it just swells up. Like, is a, is a week long enough? Is a week long enough to get him ready? I think, I think they go out um, this first week and get that game, but can they come to the Warriors or Penrith and beat them in the next game? I think that's the Knights. That's what it's done. I, I, I sort of can't lose, you know. No, you can't. No. You can't, Kempe. He's on a winner. He's on a winner. <laughs> uh, speaking of winners. Hey, hey, Rick Dog. Yeah. Are you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping to get past that. I was about, I was about to point no, to no, kids. No, I just couldn't. I couldn't get past ah. it because I left at 90 minutes and it was one all. Mm. Obviously, you still got paid. So you're happy your TAB came mm. through, but you would have rather... The other side of the ledger, wouldn't you? Yeah. So this morning, what happened, mate? This, well, two I mean, goals. Two goals. Yes. Manchester United Arsenal. It's one all. There's about ten minutes to go, and Garnacho gets put through. Scores go two one up. They bring it back for an offside. I've had a look. There's uh, Ten Hag, the United manager, has called it out already. Said the referee got it wrong. VAR got it wrong. It's not offside. The only thing that could be offside is maybe a drip of ink from one of his tattoos. Um, Garnett, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so that gets ruled out. That's a game changer, right? And then Arsenal score off a corner, ball goes to the far post. Declan Rice brings the ball down. Johnny Evans goes to close him down. And I think it's Saliba, the Arsenal centre back, has got a handful of a shirt and pulls him back. VAR didn't even look at it. That no, puts Arsenal 2-1 up. Conspiracy. And then United are pushing. I think they ended up paying, playing 103 minutes. And United, like everybody, the goalkeeper's on the edge of the of the centre circle and, and Arsenal get a break and they score the third. So uh, I was trying to get the equaliser, but yeah, ripped. ripped. Are, you, are you saying this is a Hannah Wilkinson conspiracy here yeah. with the VAR? I reckon it's I even could. tighter than Hannah, to be honest, because... You reckon? You, you, you can't score with your arm, right? Yeah. And the only part of him that looks like it might even be close to being... Ahead of the defender is his arm. So are they going to get clarity on this rule? Because that's what the Hannah Wilkinson situation mm-hmm. was. Her feet were back. She was in a really positive position over her feet, getting ready to take off. But because of that, her shoulder was in front. Yeah. Is that part of the arm? I know you can't score with your arm. Like, we, they, where do we need clarity? Where do we they, need certainty in this rule? Yeah, they need to. They need to do something. The rule is it's not handball if it's there's a shirt sleeve rule. So mm. if it's shirt sleeve like there. Mid mid bicep up, it's not handball. Okay. So shoulder should be offside then. Shoulder could be offside. Yeah, you yeah. definitely see that. But I mean, there've been so many controversial calls, even just this weekend. Like even uh, Manchester City, I know they beat Fulham, but the second goal that Manchester City scored, blatantly an offside player, right and directly in in front of the goalkeeper. Ball goes between his legs. He plays at the ball. I don't know if he touches it, but touch and go. But either or, either way, he's affecting what the goalkeeper does because he's in an offside position. 
went up to VAR, VAR gave the goal. Even Erling Haaland, the Manchester City striker, said afterwards, oh, that was offside, that shouldn't have been given, and it was for his team. Wow. You know, so, they're, yeah, they've, they've got an absolute mess to sort out at the moment because there's uh, wrong decisions going left, right and centre. Another one this morning, Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Mo Salah in exactly the same position, offside position. Shot goes through him past the goalkeeper, not given as offside. That's Liverpool, though. They get all the runs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. They, yeah, they pay us. Liverpool, off. that's what they're called. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we need, to, we need to get to this, boys. <laughs> If looks could kill. That was a good one. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Simply the best. What was your best from the weekend, Kippy? Oh, mate, well, I think they've put, put everyone on notice and they've come back after that loss to Parramatta and really laid it on the line. Here's my best. Right? Edwards. To Thank you. Brian Tomlin scores. They're into the 40s. The Cowboys bow out. But the Penrith Panthers in front of a standing ovation. Clinch. The minor premiership. It's the Panthers again, third time in four years. Uh, are we surprised? No. Are we really surprised? Because everyone's talking about everything else apart from Penrith this weekend just gone. And then they come out and they make a statement like that and put a put a stake in the ground and go, right, if you want it, boys, come and get it. And, of course, we're first cab off the ramp. So <laughs> hopefully we can go there to the bottom of the Blue Mountains and get it. They would have had a big night, Kimpy, so they'll be struggling today. They'll be struggling. Yeah, they'll definitely yeah. be struggling. Yeah. Well, it's a bad Monday today for the rest of them. <laughs> it's, it's Warriors Awards tonight, isn't it? So who knows how the Warriors will be uh, shaping up. Anyway, uh, what about you, Is? All right, lads, is there a better sight in New Zealand rugby than this man? Not perfect, but they get it away. Nice ball from Nankerville. Puts Blackadder into space. And in for the try is Noah Hotham. Compounding oh, issues. The kick that, well, no, didn't go over the touchline. They kept it in play. And here's Ethan Blackadder storming run down over halfway. Coulter is there in support. Gets the ball away and all. Oh, that's brilliant. Rekha Springer finishes it off, but Ethan Blackadder with that storming run from the kickoff. And they're in again. Yes, TJ, that is right. Ethan Blackadder running rampant for the Tasman. Michael on the weekend over that team. I don't know who that team was, but uh, you know who I'm talking about. Somewhere in Palmy area. They snapped the streak. <laughs> they snapped the they streak. Snapped the bu- they snapped the bucket. But uh, <laughs> look, it's such a good sight and gives you a little bit of confidence. If Shannon Frizzell or anyone goes down in that sixth position, knowing what's on offer here, Ethan Blackadder running rampant for the Tasman team. So it's great to see him back, and he was simply my best rectal. There you go. That is our Simply the Best from the Weekend. What was your Simply the Best from the Weekend? Let us know. The Temper Bedpost text machine is double eight double three. We'd love to hear from you. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.